Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Well, I tell you something. Throwing a seven-year-old's birthday party (laughs) is more stressful and exhausting than pretty much anything else I've done this year. Oh my God, uh, like the preparation into it, like remembering everything and getting all the things from the supermarket and making sure you've got plates and cups and like, you know, invites have gone. I, I just feel like I've, I'm exhausted. It's Monday yeah. morning, I'm exhausted. I think there's a lot of pressure around parties as well. Like, oh my God. I don't know what it is. I, I do. I remember my birthday parties. We'd literally go to the grounds of like some, I think it's called Penshurst Place. Do you know it in Kent? No. We used to go to the grounds of that, which I think was probably about two quid to get in something like that and we'd bring a picnic and that would be my party Perfect. like literally that would be my party now like luna had a fancy spa party and that isn't even probably one of the real real fancy ones that was you know that's quite tame but like there is a lot of pressure yeah i mean i i did debate it in my mind i did think like shall we just I don't know, get all the kids into the park and like you said, and just have a little run around and do a cake out there. But all she wanted was this Pampas Bar Farsi. So these guys, the lovely Gemma from Little Treasure Teepees came highly recommended on Instagram. Not an ad, wasn't gifted, but she was an absolute superstar. She brought her mates with her. So if you are thinking of doing it, and they, I think they cover like London and the Southeast and Surrey. So um, highly recommended. And it was great. I just had a lion this morning. I stayed in bed till 10 o'clock. <gasps> You stayed in bed till 10 o'clock and this is what you're starting the podcast with. You're starting yeah. the podcast with a party but not saying you stayed in bed till 10 o'clock. I did. I had a lion. How? I had a lion. Oh my God. How did you manage to stay in bed? I don't understand. 
I got all the kids' uniforms laid out the night before. Um, yeah. And then when they came in, I said to Dozer, he went, are you all right? I said, I'm really tired. I worked obviously at the weekend as well. And he just said, don't worry, I'll get up, do the kids. He got up, did the kids. And then our lovely nanny Lily came on, took them to school. Oh my God. Didn't 10 a.m. I cannot. Say goodbye to them. I, I, I don't, but I don't even think if I haven't got the kids, I would stay in bed till 10 a.m. I don't think my body can physically let me do it. I, I just, uh, I, 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 you've heard of snoozing, alien right? alien to me. No, no, I haven't. No, I don't I know, agree with actually, it. I've shared a bed with you. I don't agree really with irritating. snoozing. I don't agree with napping. I just don't. Like you sleep in the night and that is it. What about if you go to there bed go. too late or the thunderstorm wakes you up? Did you get thunder last night? I did. And we did get woken up by the thunder. Yes. But still, uh, I just no still would for George. No, oh, okay. no napping. No. Yeah. I'm, yeah, it's just not for me. There's going to be two types of people that are listening to this podcast this morning. <laughs> the ones that are going, go on, Zoe. Yeah, exactly. yeah If I could take a line. And then there's then there'll be the Georgias going, 10 o'clock. And that's why there's two of us, which, which balances it all out. Oh, so <laughs> we're week two now of Gigi being at school. How's and it going? We know it's all good. We know who her teacher is. And yeah. it is not the teacher that she drew a picture of Axel's bum and Willie for, surprisingly. This is so funny. Have yeah. we talked about this on the so, podcast yet? No, we haven't. I told you about it. And I was sort of chuckling to myself because there was one of two teachers that they could get. And they didn't decide until the first full week who, you know, whose class they'd be in. Anyway, she comes back and she's had the other teacher for the day. I said, oh, how was it? Like, did you do Play-Doh? Did you do drawing? Like, what did you do? She said, oh, yeah, I did drawing. I said, wow, what, what did you draw? She said, I drew Axel's bum. And then I did a line and two circles and I drew his willy. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, right. Okay, cool. Oh, my and God. What, what did you do with that, that picture? She went, well, I gave it to Mr. Fork. That's not the name of the teacher. So that's what she calls him, Mr. Fork. And I said, oh, and what did he say? And he said, <laughs> he said, forking he, hell. <laughs> he said, forking hell. He laughed and he actually showed Axel oh, the picture God. that she drawn. And Axel was absolutely mortified. So safe to say, he probably thought, okay, she's not in my class. Other teacher, you can you can have her. He's gone so through and he's, ve- he's vetoed Gigi <laughs> yeah. already and he's only yeah. had one experience with her. Yeah. Hmm. So Do we have said picture or did it go in the bin? We don't. We don't have said picture. I will. I am <sighs> going to ask. I will. I'm not at many pickups, but when I am, I will definitely go and ask. So yeah, so that was week one of school done. That's amazing. Um, I wonder what this sure week we could tell. Here's daddy's <laughs> penis and balls. <laughs> They look the same as Axel's. Oh, God. Right. Now, let's move on because we've got an amazing guest on the podcast today. Um, Yes. And we have been absolutely dying to sit down with this guest for a really long time. And actually, you've been to see her live. So you've you've, you've been to see her podcast. I have. I'm a big fan of the podcast. And I went uh, along to the Palladium with a mate and and watched her and her co-host. And... Uh, it was brilliant. It was so funny. It had me. It still has me barely laughing. The podcast, and yeah, like Zoe said, we've been trying to get her on for absolutely ages. And sometimes the way we can get people on is when they're working yeah. with a brand because you get some time with them. And so she's working with David Lloyd, and we thought, brilliant, let's get it in. We were together. We'll we're wagon. in London. <laughs> let's sit down with her and have a chat. Yeah, and 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 I guess as well when you get somebody on who's this open and honest. Um, 
you know, you know that you're in for quite an interesting, different, entertaining, um, you know, it, it was a brilliant conversation because we covered a lot and you know with this with this woman that she's going to give it to you straight. There are a few references to David Lloyd in there. We're just going to own it. So yeah, stick around for it because it's a really fantastic conversation. Very funny. Georgia, who are we talking to today? I mean, I'm sure you've guessed, but we are chatting to the brilliant Louisa Zisman. So joining us on the podcast today, I know this is going to be a very spicy chat. We can't wait for it. Ex-Apprentice star, one half of the brilliant Luana podcast. Uh, she's also a mum of three. It's Louisa Zisman. So excited. Hi, how are you? Yeah, we're good. We usually ask our guests how they how they are, but we feel like we know a lot about you because we listen to your podcast and oh. we know you've got a bit of a madhouse. So what is, like, what's the morning like for you? What's it been like today? Yeah, busy. So I was up early then I went into London I got picked up at six um and I was on Jeremy Vine and then I got brought home and then since then I've just been in I'm in my little Luana studio slash office so I've just been working since then it's not been that fun I'm I've got the doors open to the studio and I'm looking at the garden thinking I just want to go outside now I've got itchy bum I'm not good at sitting still when you see the outside world and you can't go out in it it's never a fun moment um you say little studio I've got we've got a bit of podcast envy I mean that is a backdrop isn't it it is I'm gonna put my light on for you hold on yeah go on come on we like that yeah she's not running away into the garden is she (laughs) she's coming back oh oh you can't we get the idea <laughs> um talk to us about the routine in your house because um you said you were up early but then you said your car picked you up at six so what sort of time are you getting up normally I'm up like I get up at about four fifteen and I work out and then I have like all this nice peaceful time like three hours to myself before the kids get up at seven which is amazing and routine for me I'm working with David Lloyd clubs at the minute actually and they've done some research about routine and how actually this will be an interesting one for you girls with the parenting podcast but um they've found out that parents cannot wait uh for september and to get rid of the kids and to get a slice of normality 81 percent of parents said that they just need to get back to normal and get back into a routine and I have to say, I felt like that too. It seemed like a long summer, didn't it? I yeah. would love to know who those 19% are. No, and are lying. they okay? They're lying. Are they all right? They're, they're not, not, they're not telling the truth. They're not, <laughs> they're, they're not our people. They're, they're, mm, I would really worry about them, actually. <laughs> but four o'clock, yeah. so anything, I can get up in the fives. I feel like that's all right, and I do that. I'll get yeah. up, like, even if it's 5.55, I'll get up, yeah, and I'll have, like, a cup of tea by myself before the kids wake up and all that stuff. But 4.15. That feels like, I don't know. Middle of the night. Yeah. Middle of the night. Middle of the night. I know. Well, you get, you kind of get used to it. And it's like this, there's this whole thing, isn't there, around the 5am club as well, that Mm. where people wake up at five and you get that time to yourself as part of your routine of your day. And when you gain kind of extra time, I think as parents and as mums, like I'm a mum of three, you always seem to be doing stuff for other people. Yeah. And it's actually really nice just to have some time to yourself whether that's you know just drinking a hot cup of tea and peas or exercising or going for a walk or just like 
you know drinking a whole bottle of wine in peace the, yeah like, no, yeah. not at wine like 5 a.m in like, the morning that would be no judgment it's good to have some time yeah, yeah. it is yeah and the, and the, and i guess you were talking about you know the routine and how important it is for us parents but for me and my, i know my kids were desperate to get back to school and have that routine for them as well it, do you do you have to constantly keep the kids kids entertained during the summer holidays or are they quite self-sufficient mine are good you know they're older than now my youngest is nearly six so i can kind of throw them in the garden and leave them to it and actually this year mm. we built a really cool tree house and swings and stuff in the garden so that entertained them for absolute hours and they've got a little mud kitchen and um hose so they can make loads of mess so they're qu- they're pretty good mine actually entertain themselves also I'm a bit stingy because I feel like <laughs> we shouldn't always have to like pay all the time for activities so going yes oh my god paddling yeah. in a stream but I did I did ditch them a few times at, at my local David Lloyd clubs I mean they've got this DL kids which is amazing mm-hmm. amazing and you can go and they can do scooter clubs. So it's really fun for them. And then I just slope off to the spa retreat there. Yeah. Oh, That's blissful. actually how, how we, we met. met. We yes. met at oh, the gym. At David when, Lloyd. Yeah, we yeah. did actually meet at David Lloyd. And we when no. we had our first yeah, we yeah. had our first kids and every day we used to put them in the creche for two hours from six weeks old. We were like waiting for them to be six weeks old, like, like oh knocking my God, on the oh door. <laughs> they kind of the mine's quite big. I think he can come in. I think he's all right. Um <laughs> and then like then we'd go in the gym for an hour and then we sit on our own for an hour yeah. it was so nice basically like, really uh, uh, w- like leaking on the treadmill was was yeah, how georgia and i bonded we after we had our kids i was like i think i'm ready for a run and she was like are you sure because you're only <laughs> a few weeks postpartum i was like i'm gonna give it a go i was like no 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 but yeah that is that is how we, that's how we bonded that's such a cool story <laughs> I, think is, I know so, there's a lot of kids um in the clubs and there's a lot of mums especially you know during the day and i think you do just want to see other adults and have some sanity and have some time alone don't you <laughs> louisa talk to us about your teenager yeah. because this is something that georgia and i have night sweats about even though ours are a long way off from being teenagers we in the house, know. we want to know what it's like. It's it's really hard. How how old are your kids? I've got four and seven, and a minor ten, six and five. So my ten year old girl's not not far off it, to be honest. Oh, she she's really not far off. You know, my eldest is thirteen, and my God, it's just you think little ones are hard, and then they grow, and then you're like, oh my God. Go little again, please. Can I shrink you? Like, honey, if I shrunk the kids. It's tough. She's into boys. She loves Snapchat. TikTok's not so big anymore. When she was younger, when she was like 10 and 11, she loved a bit of TikTok. But now it's just, you know, she wants to go out alone and get the train into London. And it's very, it's very scary. And you don't know how much freedom to give and how much not to give. And it's yeah it's really tough she's got her own little debit card and she just spends like it's going out of fashion and then sends me sos i'm hungry and so i have to send money (laughs) it's bad i wouldn't advise it this stuff like this actually really scares me because when i was growing up i had a really good relationship with my mum and she was definitely like the mum that everyone went to for like condoms and alcohol and like all that kind of stuff. But equally, like I did tell her everything and that was great. But then I don't know if I want my daughter to be doing the things that I was like. And so then I think, well, I want to be your mate, 
But I also don't want to know about like the first Condoms time you give a blowjob. Like I just oh, don't God, want Jesus to know Christ, that. Georgia. No, but you have to think about oh, these things. God. You have to think about it. Because what do you do? Well, you're either the real. friend or you're not. Like what on. do you want to be? Go on, Louise. Give, us your, give you know, us your advice. It's just scary, isn't it? But then I think, oh mm. gosh, you know, I was a bit of a a wild thing. So um, I think you, in a way you've got to go with the flow and and try and find that balance which is really really hard to find really tough have you had those conversations with her about you know condoms and alcohol but I mean you know in in a, in a more mature and emotional <laughs> yes. way have you had those chats with her yet I think well yeah look I've caught her drinking a couple of times and she's had the phone ban and she's she's robbed my vodka and nicked some little tequilas and um, the first time she got drunk was in front of me without my consent I might add we were at a party and she was just um, stealing everybody's leftover drinks and then suddenly found herself quite drunk so um, look I think she's she's quite a grown-up 13 year old I think other mums are probably listening to this thinking oh well, mine just likes swimming and playing tennis um, and I wish that was my child <laughs> but unfortunately it's not but you know what 95% of the time she's a really good kid and um, the 5% that she's not, it's really tough. It's really tough. Yeah. 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 Well, that kind of like, not makes me happy that kids are still doing things like that. But I think you keep hearing about like all these, like the younger, like I've got a, a cousin, she's like 20 now, but she's like, oh no, no one drinks now. Like after work, we go to the gym and this is what we do. And I'm they like, do though, oh. those ones do. There's like this wave of 20 year olds that are really into fitness and mindfulness and, um, you know, mental health and wellness, which is great. It's, you know, great. obviously yeah. I'm working with David Lloyd Clubs at the minute and that's what we're we're promoting. About, but it's a balance in life, isn't it? Is it is a balance, exactly. To be able to have the wine and go to the gym. But I think those younger rogues, like my daughter, they're, they're not they're not into that stuff yet. It's when they start calling you out and start shaming you for your actions as well. Like my mm. stepdaughter, who's 10, she's like, why do you still like to go to nightclubs? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm a fucking eight year old granny. Like, I'm forty. I've still got it in I me, got guys. By my daughter this week for talking about her on my podcast. Oh really? Oh gosh. Oh, so we shouldn't be talking about her. Are we going <laughs> to no, get in it's trouble? Fine. With her? Do you know what? I let her listen. I was talking about she she snuck off and met these two boys I didn't want her to meet up with in London and I was retelling the story she's subsequently not friends with them anymore and they've been blocked but um I don't know how within about three hours of it going live these boys were messaging her tell your mum to stop talking about us and I changed <gasps> their names but how they knew that I'd spoken about them she said all my friends listen to your podcast and I was like really it must be really boring for them Apparently, wow! Not. It's not boring. It's going to be the best thing they've ever heard. I should imagine. Like, well, she, <laughs> they're being she's busted. never listened, and I let her hear the segment where I spoke about her, and I said, "If you want me to take it out, darling, I will take it out." And she went, yeah. "No, it's funny. Leave it in." So it was fine. All was well that ends well. <laughs> we um we loved your um your clip that went viral recently about your amazing parenting hack, where you made a well, just tell us this was the deal that you made with your husband, right? About wasn't it a fun, I think someone wrote wasn't in. Yeah, so I wrote it in. Listener that wrote into us. Oh, so a listener wrote in. We have a lot of listener input in our podcast, and basically, she had a deal with her husband where she would do all the night feeds, and he would do like the five thirty, five a.m. feed before he went for work. 
before he left to work. But the baby dropped the night feed at 10 weeks old. And um, she just never told her husband. And she'd say, it's just so like, good. I have really terrible night sleep. Thank you for doing the early morning. And actually, she had so much sleep because he'd do the 5.30. The baby would go back down and would wake up at like 7.38. And she was uh, laughing about her mum hack and um, the poor husband. It's so good. That. It's a great it's a great hack. But I saw on TikTok, actually, this morning, this guy also thought it, I was talking about myself. And he's so angry. Like, you know, on TikTok, they have like the clip in the background and they talk over the, the front of oh, it. Yes. And he was like, these women are right, like this really angry man. And I was thinking, it's not even about me. It's not me. It wasn't me. I but just don't feel like that's, I think it's fantastic, but it's not that bad. Like what? Like, it's not that bad. Why is he angry about it? I guess it's the like, whole like... getting up at 5.30 and he's off to work. I mean, it's only half five that he has waiting. Yeah. He had to get up at six anyway to go to work. But this guy, a lot of people are like, oh, that's not um, that's not fair on him. Now he's going to work all day. Um, oh, had to God. make his own That's the lunch. easier Someone thing to do. Thought, oh, my God. He had to make his own packed pack lunch. lunch. I feel like he's got the good end of the deal. Like going off to work is the easier thing to do than being at home. Of course. Yeah, because because going to, we always say this, that going to work is basically like a holiday. Yeah, it is. You know, it's staying at home all day long and having to be with the kids, you know, from, from morning till night time. That can be the the most stressful part. How, How do you, how do you find the juggling act between everything that you're doing? Do you know what? I'm really lucky and I always put my hands up and say, I have help at home. And I couldn't yeah. live the life I lived without having a, a nanny. Well, I have two nannies. They don't work at the same time. But it means we essentially have seven-day-a-week childcare, which is amazing. And we're super lucky. And I will never be one of those people in the public eye that lies yeah. about that. Because so yeah. many women feel mm-hmm. so bad about themselves looking at other people and thinking, well, how how do they do it? How do they work and go on date nights and, and have Botox and hair and all of this stuff? And I'm like just here covered in baby sick and poo all day. And so I'm really open about saying that I have help and there's no shame in it at all. So the juggling for me, look, it's easy. I've had a really full day today. I left my house at six, so I didn't see, I saw one child this morning, she was up. Um, but, you know, I didn't have to take the kids to school my husband did the school run today and then I'm pretty much online doing stuff all night tonight one of my nannies is pregnant so I'm interviewing for her maternity cover and my last interview is at 8 p.m so I probably won't see the kids like at all today and equally I don't mind when I don't see them yeah, like, yeah oh, it's, fine. it's fine you know I'll pop in and see them and like they'll be having dinner and I'll go and but I'm like busy all day. Like my day is so scheduled and I'm I'm so routine led. Um and the kids were routine led as well. So I, I honestly think that as women we can't have it all. There no, is so much right. pressure as well mm. to have kids and then spend all of your time with them. Mm. Like you're yeah. not supposed to do anything else apart from be with your children or go to work. It's just yeah, too that's all fucked you're allowed up. to do, right? As a mum. Yeah. If you're mm. not with your kids and if you're not at work. So say like, you know, if we're in the spa at David Lloyd, oh, we're so bad because we should be slogging our guts out for someone else or something else. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. So But also the whole thing about the nanny, I think there is like such a weird taboo about it. Like yeah. we both have like help at home. Like we're open about it. We talk about it. Yeah. Like it's exactly the same. We wouldn't be able to work in the way that we do if we didn't, yeah. which yeah. is just, just how it is. I will say nanny and they always say childminder like it's better yeah, yeah. and I'm yes. like it's the same, same. 
Yeah. It's the same. She just is only with my kids. Yeah. It's, there yeah. is no other difference. Yeah, like, but it's the connotation, isn't it? Yeah. It's the word nanny, which we, we can, oh, people can find it really, really triggering. Yeah. 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 But going yeah. to the childminder is absolutely, absolutely fine. fine. Or going to a nursery, which is more expensive, actually, when you've yeah. got multiple, like mm. more than one kid, it is more expensive, is fine. It's really weird. I get a lot of stick for, for nannies. Yeah. I get a lot. We'll be right back after this short break. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Do you ever feel guilty about um, any parts of your life and your and your workload? Because we hear a lot on Made by Mamas people messaging in, and I know that I've spoken about my guilt. That yes, again, going back to that pressure of being a mother, that we're supposed to be there the whole time, and when we're not, I asked my husband if he ever feels guilty. He just said no. no. How do, how do you feel? I just yeah. yeah, I never feel guilty. I just feel like what you know. You have to look after yourself. And I always say that I am selflessly selfish. Like I'm an incredibly selfish person. And I feel no shame in that. Like, because you can't pour from an empty cup. I know for me to feel good and to be a good mom and a good wife and a good friend and good at my job, I have to be like fulfilled. And for me, that's like horses are a massive part of my life. And I, I like they're very time consuming. And I feel like no guilt in not doing bedtime and going for a horse ride because they have two parents, right? And yep. 99% of the time, it's either me or my husband putting them to bed. And when it's not, they have a, like a nanny that they love and adore that both my nannies have been with me for years. Um, and even my old nannies still know us. So I, I just don't, I don't buy into all that guilt stuff. I just don't feel it. I just think yeah. when I'm... I'm not a slave to my kids or my husband or anyone. I'm mm. like my own person with my mm. own life. And why should I sacrifice mm. or compromise on that? Yeah. And also I think what I would want for my kids as well. Like I don't want my kids to think that as soon as they're parents that they don't have a life anymore. I want them to think that it's just an addition in your life. Yeah. And also it's for just, them to think that you don't have yeah, a life outside of them. Yeah, I don't want them, them to think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's good yeah. for them to see you like living a great life and like thinking oh yeah that's good because when I have kids that's what I'll do as well and I'll be free to do what I want mm. to do mm. what would you, would you say has been the thing that's shocked you the most about like being a parent I think other parents probably shocked me the most and you're not part of that club right until you're a, until you're a parent and then you like see what other parents are doing and and or their judgment like for me I just find it so shocking how people can be so vocal about 
like shit you're doing with your own family and kids and it's like Jesus we're not hanging them from the rafters and like whipping them every night as punishment like everyone just does their thing whether you want to share a bed with your kid till they're like 15 years old which is so not for me like the whole bottle feeding breastfeeding thing I just find bizarre why it's even a conversation feed them so they're not screaming hungry like you know I just don't since joining the club of parenting it's yeah, it's it's wild. It's other parents that are nuts. Maybe I'm nuts though. No, I don't think you are. I think I love I love yeah. how honest you are. Do you go into bat? Like, are you vocal online if you don't like something that somebody said, or are you the person that just blocks and and walks away? It depends what mood I'm in. To be honest, now I'm like older and I've got like you know got more followers, and sometimes I just think, oh, do you know what? I just can't be bothered with you. You like like couch potato just sit at home and talk crap about people online I won't give them the time of day and other times I think do you know what you're so ridiculous I'm going to put you in your place so sometimes I do but more often than not now I just block and delete I just can't be bothered yeah yeah you realize as well when you start getting into it you realize you're just giving it oxygen I, I, I had a knee operation this year and I posted a photograph of myself with this like um it's called a, a physio lab and it was like this thing around oh my, my God. leg. We had to sleep with it on. We had to sleep with we it on. We shared a bed oh. and it was going off all night. <laughs> it was pumping ice through my knee, basically. Anyway. Oh, I had that when I broke my that? knee. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like compression and you put ice mm. in it and it does compression and ice. Yeah. So good. Mm. And then the, I, yeah, I so put good. a vape. I put I was vaping as well. I put the vape on top of it and I put vape ice repeat or something. And I took so much fucking shit from people going, how can you be promoting vaping? And I wasn't promoting either of the products. I paid for both of them. And then I started answering back. So I had nothing else to do. So I was just lying there feeling depressed yeah. about my life. And then I realized you've got to step away from yeah, it. Yeah. You, you can't because it was really upsetting me. It's like, oh, leave me alone. Is there ever any sort of comments that get to you, whether they're like online, like with like from teachers at the school gates, like any of that? Is, it, is there anything that really like gets you wound up sometimes I don't get too involved in the school but I've had instances in my daughter's old school actually where I talk about things on the podcast and then they'd bring it up and I'd be like that's my job this is wow. what this school fees like leave me alone right. do you know what I mean yeah. and once I I then spoke about the school this is my daughter's primary school she's now in a different school in secondary but um and I just really didn't like that school and then the teacher kept going on and on and then the more she went on privately, I more, was more vocal on the podcast. And then they wrote a letter. to oh, I've God. never spoken about this, actually, because she was still at the school. But they wrote a letter and sent it to the whole school. Like, we're no. aware of some defamatory comments um, and blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, it was nuts. And, actually, someone had – how it started was I was getting my nails done and I was talking that I wasn't going to send my middle child to the same school. And someone overheard me and went and told the head teacher. And she then pulled me in and was like, oh, I just want to know why you're talking about school. And I was like, I want to know why you've got spies in the nail bar that are listening to a private conversation. And so it kind of exploded from there. Yeah. And I was so fuming. Louise, you've obviously done so much career-wise. What is left to tick off? Retire. (laughs) I think do you know what I'm really happy with what I've achieved and where I am and what I've got I don't really strive to earn more or be more famous or anything like that I love doing our podcast I love doing Luana 
Um, I think I'd love to get that to a certain point. But I think that, and then I think, well, we did sell out the Palladium three times and do like a UK amazing. tour. So we kind of yeah. hit the pinnacle of that as well. And now I'm like, I'm bored of touring now. We need to think of something else. So we've got, we're brewing a couple yeah. of other things. But, you know, I get to work with great businesses. We've touched on David Lloyd Clubs and doing this campaign for them at the minute around routine and world world wellness week. Um, and yeah, I'm just like, really happy with where I'm at to be honest yeah. I don't think there's anything yeah. that else that I'd like to do and do you think like it's really important for you to hold on to your career like to be a role model to your girls yeah like and weirdly do you know I had this conversation with my husband the other day I said so this is really boring but I'm just gonna get my own frigging mini it's like a gator so you, it's like two seats and you can put loads of stuff in the back and so I'm just going to get my own one for the stables so I'm like right I'm buying this gator we had this whole conversation about this gator and I was like I don't need to ask you to buy it I'm buying it it's my stables I'm buying it I make my own money and he was like but I'll buy it for you and I was like no it's fine I'm buying the tractor <laughs> and we had this whole conversation and I was like this is why I still work because I would I don't know. My mum really drilled it into me. And it's, I, I don't think badly of people that don't work at all. I really have no opinion on what other people do. But for me personally, I, I don't want to have to go to my husband and say, oh, please, can I have X for a gator? You know, I'm planning a trip to Africa with a friend next year and I can pay for it. I don't need to ask anyone's permission or, or ask, oh, please, can I have? And my husband, I was telling my husband this and he said, but I would never, like saying no you can't have yeah. it and I was like no yeah. it's not you I know that it's not you it's me and for me I want to earn my own money I want that financial freedom and independence and I don't know if it's I've had been more exposed to like domestics and women being stuck in situations yeah. financially mm, yeah. I just think when you give up your financial freedom you don't just give up a job you you give up so much you, for me it's freedom and choices and I think that having some kind of financial independence and knowing that if I want to walk out the door I can walk out the door and I can put a roof over mine and my kids heads that is just so important to me and yeah I, I my husband earns multiples and multiples of what I do but I could look after myself it's and I could look point. after my kids yeah. and there's something comforting knowing that yeah yeah, yeah. I love I love I love that mm. I love it um Louisa before we say goodbye to you because we obviously haven't got you for that much longer could you please give us the best piece of advice parenting advice that you've ever been given or a piece of advice that you'd like to impart onto a new parent I would like to impart the gift of dropping the guilt and I'd love to empower more women to be more selfish and just to know it's okay it's okay like time going around a supermarket is not time on your own that is not it's alone not time for mums right <laughs> yeah, that's that does not justify your alone time go go to a spa go for a walk you know if you loved playing tennis when you were younger go and play tennis but do things for yourself and literally schedule time in your routine to do something for yourself because it, it makes you happier I can promise and then you'll be a better mum and a better wife for it and just finally <laughs> we like to be nosy and sort of 
find out from our guests like what are the products that like you absolutely swear by that could be for the kids it could be like ipads or it could be products for yourself <laughs> what sort of stuff like do you swear by big small whatever oh do you know one cream that i do use which is great for kids adults and everything else in the world it's called egyptian magic cream have you ever used it oh never heard of that i think i've seen it on the airplane right. in the like i can't remember in the, the, so whatever, good. the brochure. It's yeah it is yeah. it's in is it in there i think it is yeah i can't you can get it on it amazon is. it's like the best cream so i use that on my face i use it on the kids grazers i'm like oh let's get the magic cream and now they can read i'm like look at your graze on your knee magic cream i really cream. recommend magic cream for the whole family it's great love it it's like my only product <laughs> <laughs> Louisa, thank you so much for coming on. It was lovely to chat to you. Good luck with the rest of the day. Yeah. Thank you, girls. Thanks. It's Thanks. nice to see you both. I mean, not only am I massively jealous of her life and her lifestyle, but also the fact she can get up at 4.15. I mean, what? <laughs> Where does well, that I mean, willpower come from? Considering I got up at 10.15 today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I got up an hour before my kids and all I managed to do was drink a cup of tea. I mean... What time did you get up? I get up at six every day. Do you set your alarm for six? I do, but I'm always awake before it. What time do you go to sleep? Ten. I'm, well, I'm asleep before ten. My phone goes into sleep mode at 8.20. So right. I don't receive any messages after that time unless I'm having a great conversation and then I keep them coming. But 8.20 and then I do my wind down yeah, and, you know, wash my face, all that stuff. And then, yeah, get into bed. Usually, like, last night we were in bed at 9 o'clock. But then what are you doing then? Oh, that's for me to know, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone got laid last Actually, night. Actually, to be fair, yeah, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. That's what happens. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Stop it. What? <laughs> no, that's you it. You guys that's have sex no, no, no. on Sunday nights. No. This is, oh, my God. No, Stop. it's not. Oh, no. Oh, I'm gonna, this is awful. Help, Charlotte. Help. I'm cornered. Oh sure, that's our podcast producer. <laughs> and she is also howling to herself at the moment. Okay, I will respect you. And I will respect Same. the fact that I will not probe any more. Anymore, My face looks like a beetroot. I bet it does. But I think we can all agree that that was a highlight of six years of podcasting when I have finally <laughs> penetrated the sex ice maiden. As <laughs> always, on. we would love to say thank you to Louisa. What an incredible guest. Um, and to you guys for listening uh, week after week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, please subscribe and give the podcast a little follow. And if you do have time to leave us a review, that'd be great. Yeah, please. Five star reviews only. Um, and if you have got any feedback and if you've got any suggestions for guests, then do drop them over there as well. And we'll be back on Friday. Made by Mamas is an insanity podcast production. And today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason. Insanity Group. <laughs>